Hello. Hello. I'm Caitlin Powell. And I'm Kate Butch. And this is Queers Gone By, the show where we talk about nostalgic film, TV and snacks and try to work out if that's what made us queer. And today. Today. Which is a word that here means a day that is now. <laughs> did you have that planned? I did. It we had. We're sailing out of Halloween, but kind of still like riding the tailwind. Yeah, the autumnal Gothic. vibes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, with a Patreon chosen. Yes. Film. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they voted, they cho- They submitted, they voted, they chose. Uh, it is 2004's... Yeah? Or six? No, four. Yeah. It is four. Yes. 2004's A Series, a series of, of Unfortunate, unfortunate events. events. Or, or Lemony Snicket's A Series of yeah. Unfortunate Events. Or just what happens when you give Jim Carrey unlimited outfits and a fair amount of cocaine. I will say... This is the most attracted I have been to Jim Carrey in a film. You know what? I'm not. I, I'm sort of on board with that. I'm not right. It's, I think it's the chin because he's got like a little yeah. extended chin and maybe a bit more nose. And he's um, like and very dedicated and he's really like driven. That's attractive in someone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Us uh, fussy queers are like, he's clearly making a list. <laughs> He's a creative. Yeah. He's in the arts. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, what's not to love? The murder. But, you know. <laughs> eh, eh, take it or leave it. Um, before we do get started, I do have a nostalgic snack, which is just leftover trick-or-treat Halloween sweets. Okay. Because, I mean, nobody came to trick-or-treat Obviously. at our door because yeah. <laughs> there's a pando. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know why my mum bought them, but we were having it last time. I've had like a few handfuls of flying saucers, and I'm feeling a little bit spooky. Spooky. It's um, Palmer Violets. Yeah, and it works because Violet. I didn't even fucking think of that. Did you? I think that's why you chosen it. They're made down the road um, in New Mills. Mm-hmm. Wow. Violet. I, I used to drive past the factory. Wow. <laughs> right, I'm gonna give it have a little Palmer Violet. Sup, sup. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just tastes like violets. And... It tastes like violets, like... Violet. You're turning violet, Violet. Mm-hmm. It's like a bit of plaster off your wall. Yeah. Mixed with... Your nan's perfume. Um, flo- yeah. yeah. That's a nice time. Yeah. Not as good as my rosé, but like... Huh. <laughs> nice time. Yeah. Um, so... This is just a film of Jim Carrey doing the most mm-hmm. and everything else happening around him, to be honest. I'm pretty sure he just improvised this whole film. I think so. They were like, Jim, this isn't part of it. But he's like, yes, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Question, do you prefer Jim or Neil? Well, I was thinking this. I I don't want to jump the boom boom gun, Miss Gia Gun, mm-hmm. but um, I didn't love this film. Excuse me? Uh, I, uh, You'd seen it before, Yeah, I I watched it on DVD from the library, I think, as a child. Uh Also, really weird, we were driving through Sheffield and we saw the people changing the posters on the bus stop. Like, they were taking Mm -hmm. down the posters and my mum was like, stop the car, we're getting that poster. 
So somewhere in my house, we have like a huge poster for this film. <gasps> like all rolled up. That's amazing. I yeah. was obsessed with the books and the film. I, and I, I was obsessed with the books. I read them all. I had Slippery Slope on audiobook. I had all the audiobooks because Tim Curry read them. I didn't realise at the time. Was but... it Tim Curry? Yeah. I'm going to have to go back to my Slippery Slope audiobook. Fucking yeah. hell. Um, what was I going to say? Yes, I love the books. I love the aesthetic of it all. It's, hmm. it's like absurdist Victorian Gothic. What a combo. Like, listeners, if you know of any books or films that are similar, let me know. Because, like, finishing this left a hole in my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's nothing like it. It's so good. Uh, yeah, I, I really like the TV show. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. Neil does a good performance, but like the TV show is a lot, I think a lot camper. I mean, I know this is very yeah. much for the end of the episode, disgusting, yeah. but um, this film takes itself very seriously, I feel. Also, it's quite long. Yeah. Coming off The Witches, which gets a lot done in 90 minutes, I this think had like. The film has to take itself seriously because if it didn't, it would just be so overwhelmed by the carry energy. It has to balance That's off true. the absolute that nonsense is that is happening. I also really love the, the quite serious... I love the aesthetic. I feel like the set and uh, costume people must have had oh. a whale of a time. Well, I, w- I was like, the production design is my favourite bit of this whole film, mm-hmm. I'm going to say. The dresses, the shoulders, uh-huh. the wigs. Um, oh. The production designer uh, is Rick Heinrichs, who is a frequent Tim Burton collaborator. That makes so much which sense. Which makes a lot of sense, yeah. I used to Apparently sit also... and watch the, um, oh, what's it called? The extra scenes. What's it called? Bonus features. Bonus features, yeah. On the DVD. Probably watched it more than the film itself. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love, I love, used to love a behind the scenes, kind yeah. of. This um... and the, the Harry Potter behind the scenes, because then you, they show I... you how they make all the stuff. All oh. the time. Yeah. Used to watch that. I love it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was it was okay. Um, I just wasn't. I, I remember it being a bit more of a thing. Yeah. I remember also being I, like thrilled about it when it came out, and now I'm like, eh, it's mm. nostalgic. It's much better suited to being a TV series as well, I think. And also, yeah, because the ending was really weird. It was definitely like when we started writing this, we'd hoped we'd get a sequel, and here we are. <laughs> It's like they were told at the end of the film, like, no, it's not happening. We're not doing another yeah. one. So they're like, oh, like, shit, fuck, yeah. tie all the loose ends, shit, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Also, they jump around between books one, two, and three, don't they? They like, do. It's a bit weird. And there's the first of, like, half of book one, two, three, second half of book one. There's tiny changes they did to stuff that makes me really annoyed, and we'll get to them. But, like, just these tiny alterations where I was like, that's not how it is in the book! <laughs> Yeah, so if you haven't um, seen this, this is the first three books. Yes. In a film. Um, there's how many? Twelve? Eleven. Thirteen. Thirteen, of I course. Think, for the spooky, spooky, spooky. Mm, yeah. I think the problem with this is it doesn't have the fabulous character of Esme Squalor in it. The who best is character. Campery on legs. Mm-hmm. Who in the In the TV... Lucy Punch. Of that, yeah. Uh, if you if you need a posh bitch, you call up Lucy Punch. She's so good. I love her. Uh, that octopus, like, headpiece costume, mm-hmm. scuba suit. Oh! Oh my god, when, um, I remember when that came out and everyone was doing, like, memes about it. I posted a picture of 
Ah, who was the narrator guy who played Pat? Played Lemony. Yeah. Patrick Warburton. Patrick Warburton. So I tweeted, Patrick Warburton is not being paid enough for this, and a picture of him in the salmon costume looking really sad. Patrick Warburton liked it. You're joking. No. He's quite fit. He's quite fit, yeah. He's got that like Alec Baldwin kind mm-hmm. of vibe. But I didn't at him, so that that seems to suggest that he searches his own name, which is upsetting. Do you not? No. Oh, all right. I follow the hashtag on Instagram, hashtag Kate Butch. Who would be I'm the only person that uses it? Than you? I don't know. Because surely it's all taken... Okay, don't <laughs> If anyone wants to post something with the hashtag Kate Butch, I'd like to have a look at it. It doesn't even have to be of me. Or I... anything adjacent to me. If I posted a picture that I wanted you to see, I'd just at you. Yeah, but like... All right. Sorry. I'm just being realistic. Get a grip. <laughs> Speaking of joy being stamped on... <laughs> Um, we begin in a stop-motion forest with the littlest yeah. elf. It does a classic misdirection. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do you Have you ever misdirections? No. Because the bum-buttery bluebird is singing a tune, and the daffy down dillies awaken and prune. <laughs> I didn't even make a note of that. Oh, I just knew it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lovely, lovely spring, basically. It certainly is. Stuff. Um, and Jude Law shuts it down. Yeah, immediately. He's like, no, you're in the wrong screen. I'm like, I'm sitting in my bed watching it on Netflix, Jude. This has (laughs) not aged well. (laughs) Jude Law did not predict the coronavirus. Wow. Which is like, did they not think to do like a home release one? Being like, you've put the wrong disc in or? They had a, they had one about... They had a line about, like, whether you're watching it in your living room, and I was like, okay, you tried. <laughs> yeah, and Jude's all very like, the movie you're about to watch is extremely unpleasant. Um, which is, I was thinking about this, they warn you so many times how upsetting the narrative is. And I remember mm-hmm. getting to, like, book seven, when it starts getting properly traumatic. And I was like, <laughs> why did no one warn me? This is so upsetting. <laughs> I like how Jude goes Join me as I retrace each and every one Of the Baudelaire's misfortunes From books one to three Of this mm-hmm. 13 part series I'm like okay not not every Each and every one No You could have just said a, a selection An abridged selection Yeah And then I'll and we panic meet Violet. Yes <laughs> We meet Violet, Klaus and Sully Yes um, um, Violet who is the wife in American Gods That's where I know her from do you want to know a fun fact? Go on then. Emily Browning, this actress, turned down a request from Stephanie Meyer to be Bella Swan. Think of what could have been the endless potential of another sullen brunette. I mean, she's a pretty sullen brunette in this. Yeah, I was like, oh That's my the... god! And then I was like, actually, it would have been exactly the same film. I don't know why. I, I, from what I can remember, it sounded similar in the books. But in both of the adaptations, the children have lacked any kind of charisma. Yeah. Again, I think it's because you've got to have a stabilising force for the rest of the nonsense. Oh, but they're just so bland. And yeah. so, like, we like to do this and we mm. invent things. And I read books and she when has teeth. Um, more, like, stylized, it's really good. Like, there's sometimes when they're very, like, not too robotic, but it's obviously, like, a choice. Whereas sometimes yeah. it's clearly bad acting. 
So. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and we're introduced to them, and uh, Violet is the inventor, and she puts yes. her hair up when she wants to concentrate, which I do too. I bet you, I was like, bet Kate has got a fucking stash of ribbons, <laughs> at least <laughs> as a child. She was tied up her hair being like, I'm going to make something out of a spring and a can of beans. No, thank you. I, I... Oh, no, okay. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't want to get my hands dirty. Um, <laughs> I've got scrunchies, does that count? Scrunchy bitch. Um, well, scr- don't you fucking bring scrunchy bitch into the <laughs> equation. <laughs> Replace all these children with scrunchy bitch because she's got fucking bags of charisma. <laughs> Listen, if you haven't seen Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat um, starring Donny Osmond, uh, watch Any Dream Will Do, the song, and look out for fucking... You'll see it. When you see scrunchy... You'll know fucking scrunchy bitch when you see it. I close my eyes. <laughs> May I return... <laughs> Above um, the side, like, do your vibrato, <laughs> Eloise. We need to put her and Into the Woods girl into the woods on like an island somewhere. Oh, we fucking do. Yeah. Then we have. <gasps> oh, there's the there's the child in series of unfortunate events. I can't remember what her name is. Like Tabitha, fuck your mum or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the, the, the precocious child who is basically Carmelita Little Red Riding Hood. Carmelita Spatz, that's her name. Yeah. And they call me Carmelita. She's Scrunchy Bitch out into the woods girl mm-hmm. in the mountains. And um, Alexis Rose has a similar vibe just because of la 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 la. A little bit of Alexis. <laughs> <laughs> I just finished Shit's Creek, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I just started 30 Rock again. Oh, what a good shout. I've never, I've only seen like two episodes. Bitch, it's on Now TV, so get yourself a Now TV pass, not sponsored. Well, they they buried it. They've they buried and then sometimes in like the this is ding ding tangent city. Uh-huh. Um Tangent City Limits. Um Sometimes at the start they're like, this episode could be quite upsetting. Um, <laughs> and it's it's the ones where it's very like ironic about quite dark things. Right. In an always sunny kind of way? I, yeah, it's very it's, it's dark and like if you have any sense of irony, you'll be like, oh yeah, obviously. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I'm guessing the people on our TV are a bit thick, generally. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, she's just being a racist. But no, it's. Uh, I feel like with Always Sunny though, it's got a, it has got a following of people like people who say uh, Fight Club's their favorite film or they love Rick and Morty or uh, that. It's got a following lords. of people who don't get that it. Well, I think sometimes they are just trying to be edgy, edgy humor, but. I still maintain the child pageant episode is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I haven't seen it. Welcome to our show of totally legitimate kids. <laughs> okay, well, can I just watch that by itself? I yeah. don't need to watch the rest of the series. No, you okay. don't. It's, it's awful, but it's very clearly kind of making fun of pageants that are obviously sexualizing children, but they're being like, we're not sexualizing children. You know how Americans do? Oh, speaking of America, oh, hope everything went okay. Oh, God, yes. So, <laughs> either We're Biden won re- or Trump won, or there's a civil war, or a mixture of all three. Who knows? Or we've all been annihilated and no one will hear this masterpiece. <laughs> but you know who will definitely hear this masterpiece? 
our lovely patrons who get each episode early. That's right, our patrons get a whole host of rewards including badges, postcards, exclusive content and even snacks. And it all starts from just £1 a month. Our Tracy tier patrons also get a shout out in each episode. So a big thank you to these people for supporting our independent queer podcast. Cole Scahill. Alice Leomaro. Laura Kenny. Ed Colley. Alex is simp. And nothing is certain except Beth and taxes. Beth, taxes and unfortunate events. Our patrons also submitted and voted on this very review. So if you have a nostalgic film or TV show you'd like us to talk about, visit patreon.com forward slash queers and sign up today. That's patreon.com forward slash Q-U-E-E-R-S. <laughs> yeah, so if you're listening in America, chin up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fingers very much crossed from the past to the future yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, so anyway... Back on the little train, choo-choo, yes. we've got Klaus. Klaus, um, who I was very strongly, like, he had glasses. I had glasses. Mm-hmm. He liked to read. I liked to read. I was, like, a big, lame bookworm, so I think I empathised. Emp- emp- what was I thinking of? Empath- Empathised. Empathised with Klaus for a bit, but then he got annoying, so I stopped and went back to Violet. And now I'm more of a sunny. Just make noise Biting. Bite. <laughs> ah! <laughs> bite, bite. <laughs> <laughs> but Klaus... Um, he is seen reading a book called Crawly Things from the Deep, and then he pokes a little rock pool. Are you a rock pool queer? Absolutely, yeah, because right. I don't want the danger of the big sea. I love a rock pool. I'm too anxious to go with, near the big sea. Do you not swim? I can swim. Okay. I just choose not to. Okay, I love also, the sea. Also, you know when you go in the sea and then you get your feet wet and then you walk back and you've got sand all encrusted around your feet and then you have to like dust them off or go back, mm. take your shoes into the fucking sea with you. If you're in a rock pool, you can try before you buy. That's true. And you can see all the creepy crawlies and I love a creepy crawly. You can. You can see like starfish and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in UK rock pools, you can't really. You can just go, oh, look, it's a barnacle. But, you know. <laughs> a limpet. A limpet. <laughs> Trunchbull was in the Olympics. Um, and Sonny, who does a big bite. Yes. And says random words. Did you know, sorry, this is from my watching the bonus features every five seconds. Uh, that baby is a robot. I thought the baby was twins. Yeah, but they also had a robot. Robot twins. Yeah, for bits where they Beep couldn't boop. like get a kid to, I don't know, dangle off a table by its teeth. Or crawl in a certain direction the way they wanted it or to. Or be smothered by a snake. Yeah. I see. Robot baby. Mm. I'd quite like to like be like a baby in a film and just whenever I whenever anything that. gets whenever anything gets too overwhelming, just like tap out and have someone who looks just like me replace me for a bit. Isn't that like playing The Sims or whatever? I just want to be Mary Kate and Ashley. That's all I'm saying. Okay. You just want a twin. I do, but like not a twin that I have to do anything like be friends with. Mm. I just want myself. I want two of me, so I can have a day off. I see. Well, I'm about to have a whole month off, so <laughs> be careful what you wish for. <laughs> um, Timothy Spall turns up. Timothy fucking Spall. The cast in this. Oh, so good. This is like if you ever go on Pointless and you have to answer. A, like a film that someone was in. Yeah. Probably this one. Mm-hmm. You've got Everyone's Meryl. There. You've got Jude. Catherine. Hey Jude. Catherine. Timothy. Jennifer, which we'll get to. Jennifer. 
Oh, Caitlin. Oh, we'll get there. Saunders? No. no She's no, no, the only no. Jennifer we'll I care about. Coolidge? Coolidge. Oh, you have told me about this, yes. You watched the film that she's in. Yeah, I, I didn't notice her. <laughs> she does the most with literal crumbs. Is she one of the white-faced women? Yeah. Yeah, I thought her face looked familiar. She doesn't have um, overlined lips. Um, and that is a statement Jennifer Coolidge look. It is. And she doesn't have her boobs out. And isn't yeah. like. So I was confused. Sexy. I didn't see any tits. And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> this isn't Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> Fuck this woman. So Timoth- <laughs> Timothy Spall turns up yes. as the useless Mr. Poe. Oh, he's this so is, annoying. This is the most frustrating thing. I know that, like, it's for children and, like, children are like, lol, adults are so stupid and useless. Mm. But the amount of stupid and useless adults in this is just... And I know they're there for the plot and the narrative fulfilment, yeah. but I just... I can't fucking stand them. And I think it does prepare you. Like, when you're watching it, you're like, haha, this is ridiculous. But then you get older and you're like, oh, no, this isn't that ridiculous. Like, I've met people now. I've met adults now. Like, I had to sit yesterday opposite a woman on the tube who just pulled her mask under her chin and had a phone conversation. I had someone who pulled her mask down to cough. I've seen a few of them. Kill them. That's, honestly, just die. Snipers in the ceiling of the tube. Take them out. We don't need I'll them. take that job. I'll volunteer to shoot people up the tube. I've realised what I'm essentially doing is advocating for eugenics, but only for stupid people who can't wear masks. Well, I mean, that's how, it's going to get them anyway, isn't it? That's true. <laughs> sure. Darwin. Yeah. I think I, I read any Darwin. <laughs> Probably I don't. stopped doing science in year nine. Didn't he marry his sister or something? Cousin. No, that's Mark Labette off the chase. What? Mark Labette married his cousin. Oh no. God. That's weird. Mm. Probably don't do that. Then you have don't. like kings with massive chins and lungs the size of peas or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that Spanish king! Like Carlos the second or something. Charles the second. He was so inbred that he couldn't like breathe or talk or eat properly. Oh like a pug. Yeah, he was a pug man! <laughs> And when they, like, <laughs> dissected him or whatever, was it his brain? No, his heart was the size of, like, a pea. Like the Grinch. Yeah, sure. Grinchy Pugman. He looked a bit like uh, the Grinch, too. I'll send him you. So Mr. Poe, mm-hmm. the useless, is like, Aye, your parents are dead. R.I.P. They have perished. A word which here means they have died. And um, then they go and show the children the charred remains of their home. It's a bit... <laughs> Dodge. Here's some exposition and some plot crumbs that mm-hmm. will go nowhere because this is the only film. Yeah, they find <laughs> out that their parents were in definitely not a cult. <laughs> it's There's like cult. a spyglass and the letters VFD. The spyglass kind of goes somewhere and then VFD goes nowhere. Yeah. Um, and they're like, we're going to go to your closest relative. He's only 37 blocks away. Which <laughs> is like, that's, that's, a good, that's a good joke, to be fair. Thing number one that pissed me off is uh, they change it from mulchuary money management to mulchuary management and there's something so pleasing about three m's i was furious three m's is queer three m's is queer yes they have de-queered this alliteration oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, trickery. So we're on our way to meet Count Olaf, but before we do, we we we, we park up. Oh. And who should be outside in a camp dress? Yes. Emmy Award winner. Oh. Catherine O'Hara. O'Hara. Alexis. <laughs> she has no idea the taller Bebe can take. <laughs> um, Don't be a... And... What's the phrase? Silly pelican. What is it? Grumpy pelican. There's a pelican line in Shit's Creek. I can't remember. David. <laughs> Don't be a grumpy pelican. David. How do you fold? Um, and she's Justice Strauss. Catherine O'Hara, who is also in the TV series. Yes, as... Georgina Orwell. That's it, yes. Who does hypnotising. Yes. In the, in the lumber mill. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very weird to see Catherine O'Hara play someone who is hinged. Someone who is, like, very much in the background of most scenes. And who has all their marbles, crucially. Yeah. Like, even in Home Alone, she's like, ah! She's in Home Alone? She's a mum? She's a mum in Home Alone. Ah, Kevin! I haven't seen Home Alone for ages. I can't place her. Oh, it's cute. It's a okay. good time. She's literally the mum. But like, okay. Well, <laughs> I wish I didn't point, have a mum. Isn't the point that he's well, Home Alone? Sometimes I wish the same thing. Is that from Home Alone? If he's Home Alone, then why would I remember the mum? Yeah, but the mum <laughs> has to go home from Paris... And uh-huh. she hitchhikes across the globe and gets what? in a van with John Candy and a musical band, John Bandy. They're not called John Bandy. And she's like sitting in the back of a van with John Candy playing the trombone or something. Right. We're going to have to do Home Alone for Christmas, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. In every, in every film, does she just say, I want this ridiculous thing? Because she did that with Moira Rose. She's like, I want couture and also wigs. Basically. Beetle and they were juice. like, yes, okay. I haven't seen Beetlejuice. Wanted to watch it uh, on Halloween, but... Bitch. Bitch. She does the banana bow song and she dances around. Because she's possessed by ghosts. It's a great sure. time. I believe you. <laughs> I've you made it up. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so she's there and then she's just a Strauss and she lives nearby. The role played by... What's the name? In in the TV series, it's it's oh. Jessie from Toy Story and Debbie from Adam's Family Values. What is her name? I Joan. Joan. Crawl. Cusack. Okay. <laughs> Joan Cusack. Okay. You. Sure. That's my... See, no, I can't do it. Someone does a really good impression on SNL, but it's not me. Okay. <laughs> and then they meet Count Olaf. Well, they. Catherine O'Hara does a great like. Oh no no! I'm not. I don't live with Count Olaf. He's he's my neighbor. And then it pans, and the fucking this crickety old mansion rises up out of the ground, and it's like foggy, and there's a wolf that runs across the road. It's great. <laughs> it's good. I like that bit. Um, yeah, we meet Count Olaf. His house is fabulous. I mean, yes. I love. I mean, it's a bit messy, but yeah. that's why he gets some orphans to help tidy up. Yes. Put him to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's gonna. He says, "I will raise these orphans as if they were actually, actually wanted. wanted." So good. Um, Very good. And he reacts to Sonny by saying, "What is this?" Which is just how I react whenever I encounter a baby. I'm like, "What? Why would you show this to me?" 
No, <laughs> I don't like it. He also, I had the, um, what's it called, uh, uh, subtitles on for the first time ever watching this film. So I could actually understand what he was saying during that first bit where he runs down the stairs. Because I haven't been able to understand that before. Isn't he, it, it does a whole dance routine. Yeah, and he's like, strike a fussy, which is like, I felt it was quite birdcage. <laughs> I thought, yeah, fussy arms, fussy arms. Yeah, it's a great yeah. time. Hello, hello, hello. hello. I must Report. say, you're a gloomy looking bunch. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello, hello! <laughs> oh, Violet. Mm-hmm. Sis, you're a piss. I don't know, it's just. Imagine if RuPaul was Count Olaf. I see. I don't wish to. I was watching uh, <laughs> season seven a few days ago, and I got to the episode where everyone pretends that Santino Rice is hot. It's really weird. Like, they have a whole bit when he's like, I guess just like, oh my god, it's Santino Rice. Oh my god. I just about flood my basement. Like, what are you talking about? He looks like a magician. It's <laughs> like a magician. You're right. You're yeah. not wrong. Thank you. Uh, yeah. And then the acting troupe arrive, including Jennifer Coolidge. Okay, yes. As one of the two white faced women. And then we've also got the hook handed man. Yep. And the person of indiscriminate gender. Yeah. Love it. Played by Craig Ferguson, the late night talk show host. Really? Hmm. Oh, that makes it less good for me. He, he always seemed a bit icky. Yeah, he is a bit icky, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, is he? I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. But we like, we like a character, a non-binary character before non-binary is a mainstream thing yeah love to see it and like they're definitely the villain but you know <laughs> we'll tell I you, you, should, you can't have queer people as the protagonists all the time because you can't just be like oh what do you mean all, all the time it never happens you can't just exclusively have queer people as protagonists you should have you should be able to have negative portrayals of queer people yeah, yes, which is what we're doing on this podcast what i'm saying is that the 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 fact that they are neither a man nor a woman is being played as sort of like a like a ooh is it yeah definitely they're, they're well, they they don't even have, mention it the, in the film do they the whole well they have him in that like half look right I mean that's it's gross that's, that's a look I no, do that what I'm saying is every one of the troop has like a villainous attribute so by lumping what, being pale. Well, the white-faced woman is, like, mask-like and creepy. Okay. And the hook-handed uh, well, man. He's disabled. Yes, but I'm sick. Say- oh, my God. Why are you, <laughs> why are you pretending to forget what... what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't think it's used in a negative way. I just think it's a quirky it thing. It is. It's, like, villainous attributes. Ooh, it's a hook. I'm in... Okay. I, I think the TV version is better in terms of these people because they obviously they have more time to They have like personalities, them. yeah. They do. That's my point. Like these they're in the film and in the book, they're kind of just they're characteristic and being villains. Okay. That's... I'm not saying <laughs> that like being like not having a hand is a bad thing intrinsically. I'm saying that's how it's being used because it has traditionally been used in that way coded 
I see. Yeah, exactly. I see what you mean. I understand you now. Okay. Anyway, they make pasta. Christ, I'm um, exhausted by that. <laughs> this pa- A lot of the scenes in this film go on for longer than they should. Yeah. I don't care that they don't have a pot to pasta in. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't care. Yeah, it's also cuter in the book when they have to go over Justice Strauss and she helps them and they have a cute little moment. Oh, do they? Yeah, it's cute. Uh, I forgot about that. And they cook together and it was like, this was the moment they felt together for the first time since their parents had died. And it was like, Ugh. but here they just make some pasta. And then Jim Carrey does a dinosaur impression, which yeah. I remember a lot of people like replicating in the playground. Yeah, I mean, it's a fairly good one. It's good. And those trousers, those tight trousers are doing quite well for him. Oh, I really enjoy I feel like he's a bit of a style icon in this. Like his long pinstripe coat. Oh. His cravat. His green fluffy jacket he wears in this scene. Yeah, it's great. And there's one where he has like a really long robe, isn't there? Yes. It's like metres long. Uh-huh. Yeah. I definitely drew like an eye tattoo on the ankle. Did you? In like, biro. As a ch- not like today while watching no, the film. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> I figured. Because it's quite, it's quite a cool. It's quite cool looking yeah. thing. And it's definitely something that if I saw someone with an eye with like maybe just a little one on their like hand or something, I'd be like, oh, you are probably quick. <laughs> You're quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, they talk about. Um, the Baudelaire's fortune and there's some like legal jargon about how Violet has to he won't Count Olaf doesn't get a cent until Violet turns 18 which doesn't make any sense legally no because when she turns 18 she's an adult she should have it she gets it she gets access to it Mm mhm but sure he slaps Klaus I mean I fucking would yeah, but because like domestic abuse, you know. Because of what Klaus says next, when Klaus is in his little trapped in shed thing, being like, "How could our parents do this to us? It's so yeah. selfish to die." Which is like when your train's delayed. Yeah. Because of somebody, and everyone's like, "Oh, my day's ruined." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stupid bus crash. Actor, what's his name? The Klaus actor. He gets Plactor. the chance to do some good acting and completely bottles it. <laughs> it's like, nah, I'm alright. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> like, he has a sad I'll do in else. his room. Is, yeah. It's oh. a very heterosexual response, being like, our parents are so selfish for dying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, but they're like, don't worry. It's a good thing that they need to, we need to go to court and custody will be granted, but we'll fight and we'll make sure it doesn't get granted. And the next scene is literally custody granted. Custody granted. Yeah. Uh, and he tries and... to like bond with them. I can be the ultimate dad. That's a line you I remember. You can be if you like, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> and he drives them to a convenience store in the middle of the desert for some reason. Yeah. Um, and he leaves them in the car, locks the doors, uh-huh. goes in. Um, they find in the car a list of times mm-hmm. with 11.15 circled. Yes. And the clock ticks over to 11.15 <gasps> and the camera pans out, much in the same way of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, where they're like, fuck, we're in the middle of the ocean now. Yeah. They're on a fucking train track, lads. They are. And for some reason, the guy in the shop hasn't been like, you know you parked your car on the train track, <laughs> right? 
how is he going to get home? In this plan, the car's going to get fucked. We'll probably pick him up. I see. I guess. I see. I don't know. But yeah, it's going to be squished. It is. Yeah. And they use like a, some springs and the head of the littlest elf. Yes, bobblehead. It's a nice little callback. Yeah. Um, and ping it over to change the tracks. Yes, which I this scene has always panicked me because that definitely wouldn't work. And I've always like, in real life, they're dead. They're so <laughs> dead. How does the car not even have a scratch on it? I don't understand. Yeah. Have you seen that? I, I'm remembering it very vaguely, but it was like about the trolley problem. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I showed this to my son and here's how he solved the trolley problem. And like, he moves the one person on the track up to join the group of people. And the dad's like, oh, that's so cute. And then he changes the track so the trolley hits all of the people. <laughs> Classic. What a little psychopath. What do you do if you have a child and then you realise they're an absolute menace? Um, give him a pat on the back. Do you become one of those mums who's like, oh, he's such a little scamp. He's a monster. I mean, don't get a fucking dog for a start. Mm-hmm. Oh, because that well. won't last the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just also sorry. This is a pet peeve. Can mothers um stop allowing their normally male well or I don't know child to pour? There's nothing normal about being male. To pour at women, specifically me. I hate it. And stop being like, oh, you found a girlfriend. I was like, absolutely not. This happened the other week. What? Also, Corona. A child came near you and you didn't kick it in the face. Well, it was in public. But st- I think now more than ever is the time to hit people who come near you, whether they're a mm-hmm. child or not. I just, I don't get, I don't get what, like, tell your son just because I'm wearing mm. something fabulous doesn't mean he, he can, like, pour me and grab me. No. When were you wearing something fabulous? Every day of the week, though. <laughs> I will take a screenshot of this Facebook video call. <laughs> I just got in the shower. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and I'm wearing almost exactly the same thing as yeah. you, which is loungewear. I've never seen uh, you in any colour other than navy, so sh- shushy mush. <laughs> How dare <laughs> I wear fabulous things for my job. I'm That's true. Have, I'm, I'm having an off day. Mm-hmm. I'm having an off week, month, year, yeah. life. I'm having an off life. Yeah. Switch me off and on again. <laughs> I am broken. Um, the useless Mr. Poe Timothy Spall arrives and he's like, yeah. you can't keep these children safe because you put them in charge of driving a car. And it's like, no, you've got the wrong end of the stick. Yeah. You're mistaken. Mm-hmm. But then he takes them to a lovely Billy Connolly's house. Oh my god. Oh. I am always so... This is the one that makes me most sad. Like, they can... The leeches can have Meryl Streep. I they don't fucking care. can. Whereas Uncle Monty was nothing but an angel. I just... I just... Although he sorry. was like, still a bit like, I don't believe you children. 
Listeners, I just had to watch Kate struggle to stifle a yawn. Am I, I thought you? I did really well. Am looking I boring at... you? <laughs> I mean, I'm really tired. <laughs> I've had a really busy day of doing sweet fuck all. Um, <laughs> but I thought I made a good job of making that yawn look like I was being sad and agreeing with you about how sad Uncle Monty is. I mean, you and stretched yet. your mouth so it looked like it was about to go round your face. Like, like the Grand Tie Witch out of Hathaway. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Uncle Monty's fabulous house. Yes. And fabulous topiaries in the, in the shapes of reptiles. Mm-hmm. In his reptile room. Mm-hmm. Um, <gasps> again, he's got a two-headed cobra. One of the children says, is that a he or a she? And Uncle Monty says, I've no idea. I didn't think it polite to ask. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you know, Uncle Monty, if like, if there was... These are three incredibly straight children. But if, if somehow, maybe Sunny, there's potential there. I don't know. Um, one of them came out as queer, non-binary, whatever. He would be so chill you just know it oh he would he'd be the best dad he'd be like i've got two gay turtles yeah absolutely if that's amphibian sorry Mm -hmm. i've got two gay tortoises (laughs) the reptile room is fabulous and if you're a reptile bisexual this is your origin story i remember i was obsessed with this scene this and the snake lady from last week yes little boys love snakes Mm -hmm. yeah Mm. Great time. Uh, it's a sanctuary. Cute. Yeah, so cute. There's the incredibly deadly viper, who, which is a misnomer. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're the nicest, friendliest snakes ever. But he didn't want anyone from the herpetological. Thank you. I almost said heterosexual. The heterosexual society. The concern. They're on to me. They've sent a spy. Um, um, they're going to Peru. Yes. For some reason. To study snakes. Yeah, and he does a cute little speech about how he wants to give them time out or something. Because he also learned that Uncle Monty lost his family in a fire. Yes. And, like, while he's, like, made them cake and, like, is playing an auto harp, Trixie Mattel wishes. She wishes. With a snake round his hand. The snake's helping. Petunia. Junior, the little snake. Great. But who comes? Yeah. Who comes to interrupt this idyllic Sunday evening? Ring a ding ding. It's the doorbell. This one actually, because I knew it was going to be him, but I still had to look. Be like, I was like, is that you, (laughs) Jim? Is that you? Because when Neil does it, I'm like, that's Neil in a bald cap. Thank you. Um. But J- Jimmy's he transforms a little He's bit. He's doing a lot with his face. That's per mm. usual. But like he somehow drops his entire lower half of his face like down a few centimeters. It's great. Yeah. yeah. And he's got like this. I think it's like maybe a Boston accent. Like it's isn't it like a Northwest? It's like accent? an Italian American. Yeah. It's not like New York though. It's a bit more no. complex and interesting. <laughs> Choices were made. <laughs> well done, Jim. It's well done. Stefano. Yes. Um, and the Baudelaire's are like, it's Carola. Yeah. I love that they're just instantly like, no. No. We see right through this. 
But then Uncle Monty's like, no, it's not, it's Stefano. I'm like, no, this is why you get what's coming to you. But he does admit there's something a bit dodgy about this guy because they write imposter on a snake. I was a bit like, this snake is not a piece of paper, but sure. (laughs) (laughs) And give it to Uncle Monty and he's like, yes, it's a spy from the Herpetological Society. Um, Come to see They could have just written Olaf. Hmm? They could have just written Olaf. It's fewer words. That's true. And in the TV series, they they all know each other, don't they? Everyone knows who Count Olaf is. Well, this is what I was thinking, because later, um, there's that picture of Monty, their parents, and Aunt Josephine. Mm-hmm. So they know. So... Wh- but is Olaf in that picture? No, but if Olaf knew the parents, surely, and they're all in the same, like, fire thing. VFD. Yeah, because the, the plan that... Oh, God. The window drawing that Klaus finds in Josephine's house is then in Olaf's house. I'm sure if you said the word Olaf to them, they'd be like, oh, yes. That's true. They'd be like, oh, yes, yes, yes. I mean, Certainly that's probably Monty. because who knows an Olaf? <laughs> it's a very unusual <laughs> name. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, but they just write imposter. And so Monty's like, oh, he's from the heterosexual society. <laughs> yeah. um, um, and then Monty dies. Oh, it's so sad. It's sad, but I was kind of like, if you'd let the Baudelaire's have a proper chat with you about mm, it. That's true. But poor Billy Connolly. Love Billy Connolly. Lovely guy. Me too. And, okay, so then Count Olaf is like, ah, I not only discovered the incredibly deadly viper, I let it kill a man, but somehow that's fine. Like, he basically, like, admits to... I'm sure if you are an assistant in a lab and you let something kill someone else, that's your fault. Oh, fully. Yeah. But, uh, unfortunately, the murder is being um, investigated by Mr. Poe and Cedric the Entertainer? Who's that? He's the policeman. I think it's Cedric the Entertainer. Okay. We're going to do a clickety-clack. He was like, who woke me up at nine in the morning for this? I'm like, you are an incredibly bad detective. But I watched that and I also thought, okay, then when I make her record an episode early in the morning. <laughs> yeah, because that's the difference between waking up and being funny. <laughs> it is Which I've had yet to do, but you know. <laughs> and it is fully half past eight in the evening. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's all fine. It's super fine. We're, not, we're barely through the film at all. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a long film. It's a long, a long fucking film. film. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sonny makes friends with the Incredibly Deadly Viper to prove that it's not... Yes. ...deadly. And they're like, So oh! little robot baby is wrapped in a snake. Mm-hmm. And then Olaf runs away with the Doctor, who is being played by the hook-handed man. Uh, yes. And... They and don't get go... in the fucking boat. They don't go, like... Baudelaire's, don't worry, we have policemen. Look, oh no, because they still think it's Stefano, don't they? Mm. Because he put makeup on his tattoo. Ugh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Stupid adults. So they get in a boat and they yeah. sail across Lake Lacrimose, which mm-hmm. if I were a professional podcaster, I would have Googled what Lacrimose means. Does it just mean sad? sad? Yeah. Okay, sad. good. Oh, and Monctuary 
means to charge someone money through like taxes or something. So it's a very good name for a bank. And it's quite funny. But I don't Fidelity know Fiduciary Bank. Yeah. Tuppence left firmly in the bank. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, good song. Well, no, it's not. <laughs> Compared to Sister Suffragette or Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, it's Sister pales. Suffragette! Well done! Well done! I love that actress. Glynis Johns! That's it! Who yeah. was the original Desiree Armfelt in um, A Little Night Music. She sends in the clowns. Is. Oh, I know that song. Mm. Mm. And she's also an alien in Doctor Who. She's the voice of... Is she? Or have I made that up? I could be wrong. Well, her name's Glynis, so she could conceivably be in Torchwood. Since, like, every Welsh person in the world is <laughs> Famously. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we meet Meryl Streep on the side of a cliff. A fussy queer. Well, sort of. I she's mean, she's got OCD and, like, a lot of trauma. <laughs> I don't see the difference, but sure. <laughs> She, her character is really sad. Like it's, it big time trauma. Mm. She watched her husband get eaten by leeches. Hmm. But somehow she What's turned that into. What's the other film with leeches of... in? Huh? The fridge. There's another film with leeches in that I remember watching a lot. Big fish. I've never seen that. Ah, oh, that's but a good. But you time. know what? I've just remembered that film. Help. I'm a fish. Oh, Help, I'm a fish! Yeah! Alan Rickman is a mean fish. <laughs> you know how we've been looking for some... We've, listeners, we've got a little gap in our November schedule that we weren't really sure what we were going to do. <laughs> Shall we fucking do Help, I'm a fish in a couple Please. of weeks? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Alan Rickman! Mean fish, Alan Rickman! You heard it here first, oh, listeners. I'm so excited. We're doing Help, I'm a fish in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Self giggle, I just did. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a oh god, horrid. No, anyway, <laughs> they're going through Aunt Josephine's photo album. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, she's like you, you were saying, she's scared of everything, like the fridge and yeah. the doorknobs are going to shatter and stab you in the eyes, yeah, um, etc. etc. Yeah, um, and there's a picture with Monty and the parents and Josephine mm-hmm. and spy glasses, yes. And there's pictures of Do you remember in the TV series, spoiler alert for the TV series, is it Will Arnett who plays someone? Yes, and then It's not like Brie Larson, but it's mm. someone like Brie Larson. Or Alison Brie. Playing who? Uh, they're, they're the same person. Play, they play this like pair of people yeah. who they like pop up throughout the first series being like, oh, we yeah. got to get home to our kids. And you're like, oh, it's them. Yeah. Oh, they're, they're. Will Arnett and, then... and I can't remember, but yes, go ahead. It's someone like Alison Brie. Yeah, I don't think it's Alison Brie. Well, fact, listeners, Google it at your own pleasure. Pleasure? <laughs> leisure. I was going to say pace and leisure. Pleasure. Um, and then they're like, they, all throughout the thing, they're like parachuting and be like, we've got to get home for the kids. And then they open the door and they're like, we're home, kids. And it's not the Baudelaire's. It's just some random other kids. Oh, God, yes. Yeah, sorry. Or is it the triplets, maybe, even? 
but yeah, like, I think so. You, but we haven't met the triplets yet because it's like the first series, and then your heart just rips out because oh. even though you know the parents are dead, and you're like, mm. it's the parents that are trying to get back to them. Ah! Oh, you've just reminded me of that. Now also, we'll. Sad. Will Arnett's also in um, 30 Rock and he's so fit in it. Um. I, I am not a fan of Will Arnett because in Amy Poehler, have you read Amy Poehler's book? I think I have. Didn't he treat her bad? Really bad, but she kind of writes about it like, it's fine, it's chill. And I'm like, just, just say he's a cunt. Just do it for me. <laughs> just say he's a cunt. He gets his legs out in 30 Rock though, so I'm not too sad about it. Get your legs out for... Kate, specifically. Please do. <laughs> Imagine if we start getting pictures of just legs. <laughs> legs 11. Legs 11. Hello, What's he saying that for? Legs. That's oh. just what they say, Mum. <laughs> We've got enough legs at home. That's why we come out. About? Let's get away from legs. What's Victoria Wood and Julie Walters. Oh. Um, Julie Walters plays Victoria Wood's mum and they go to bingo and... Legs. What's he say legs for? Legs. Two fat ladies. <gasps> Where are they? Oh, there they are. Ignore him! Um, it's, I'll send it to you. I'll put it on Twitter or something. I don't fucking know. Um, uh, and then they go shopping and Meryl Streep, the fucking... Going outside coat that Meryl Streep wears. Oh. Sensational. I might recreate it. Oh, do. It's and very poofy sleeved. Yes. Also, her yes. wig is like a sculpture. It's fantastic. Fully. Yeah. Like a flying saucer with a little bobble on top. It's great. <laughs> Again, if you're on Pointless and they were like Meryl Streep films, you'd be doing this one mm-hmm. and Ricky and the Flash. What's That's that? just my tip for anyone. She's like someone's mum and she's in a band. I don't know. It's weird. Sure. <laughs> and it's complicated. You can have that one as well. Um, and then they're in the market and mm-hmm. like, watch out for the avocados because they're going to kill us. Like, Fair enough. And they won't be able to let us buy a house. <laughs> and Captain Sham appears. Yeah. But I've just realised, I've just realised why he's called Sham. Because it's not Because it's a sham, yeah. It's a, sh- it's a that's, sham. That's taken me years. <laughs> that's a sham, actually. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's Captain it's Olaf. Yeah, it's Captain yeah. Literally a, 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 a captain's hat. Yeah. There's not. He's not tried as hard as he did with Stefano. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, got a wooden leg. And they're like, how oh, could no. he have done this? And it's like, well, he's wearing very baggy pants. And also it's a pretty regular i believe theater illusion but sure how could he have done it <laughs> um, actually i did gasp when he showed his wooden leg fair enough <laughs> and his wooden leg uh jennifer coolidge is also here she's making sassy comments kids today oh, that's the other one i can't i didn't write down what jennifer said i just remember enjoying it i think didn't you just go hmm yeah, that's a sassy comment. It's enough. In my book, that's a sassy comment. Mm-hmm. Um, Aunt Josephine goes home and leaves them to pay for it, and she gets fully deaded. Yeah. Or does she? No, she doesn't. <gasps> but, you know. um, this wide window is smashed. Yes. And there's a suicide note. With lots of mistakes in it, which they realise is code. Because th- throughout knowing them, she's been like, I'm going to correct your grammar. 
Yeah. She's one of those cunts. Same. <laughs> I am fully one of those cunts. Uh. <laughs> well, if I write a mysterious suicide note that's spelt appallingly, Caitlin... It's going straight in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe I just said that, sorry. <laughs> no, I would mourn appropriately. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, Kate can't spell. <laughs> that's the funniest thing you ever fucking said. <laughs> From where? <laughs> where did you start? <laughs> Disappointed. <laughs> so it's code for curdled cave. Yeah. Which, I mean, Lemony, you 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 put an alliteration out your ass, aren't you? With curdled yeah. cave, What's creepy word... cave, bitch. Yeah, the word curdled makes me cringe up inside myself. Is your cave full of milk? <laughs> Is it cave full of milk? <laughs> milk cave, milk cave. Milk cave. <laughs> milk cave, milk cave. <laughs> this is such a weird episode. <laughs> I'm still not, not over it. Um, uh, but the they go to Ike's room because the door falls off. Yes. Oh, because there's a Ike storm is her husband. coming. Dead like husband, Hurricane Herman. Husband. Yes. Yes. So everything's falling apart around them and they're like, let's have a gander around this house. Yeah. yeah. And they get this room full of clues, like there's a fire that was set and here's a picture of a creepy eye that's also maybe like in a pentagram. Yeah. Which is the window that he used later. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And it doesn't actually advance the plot that much, so they could have just fucked off. I do like a room full of clues, though, with pins mm. and, like, threads. Like, the, the intro to the, the TV series is that. Yeah, yeah. Look away, look away. Oh, I might rewatch that, actually. I might rewatch it. It's got yeah. autumn vibes as well, hasn't it? And every episode, Neil does a recap in song. Yes. In the theme tune mm-hmm. of, a, of each story. Oh, the Baudelaire's are something and there's something. It's a great time. Yeah. <laughs> he's the cow, he's the cow, he's the cow. Also, because they get further into it and it does get creepier as it goes on, the hospital episode is genuinely like a horror film. Yes. I remember being like shocked to my core because I hate hospitals anyway, so reading the book was not great. But mm-hmm. it's so good. And then Esme in the room with the cabinets. Ah. Oh. Anyway, it was good. I'm going to watch it again. Yeah. I've got fucking time. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so the house falls apart around them. Yeah, and all the There's... things that she was scared of happening. Happens. Oh yeah. So the, the fridge, fridge almost falls on them. The uh, handle. The doorknob gets hot and shatters. That's it. Yeah, and they just lie down. Look away! <laughs> look away! Yeah, they literally went like, "I'm literally going to stick my head in the sand, and hopefully this." Hopefully will pass. these millions shards of glass. It's yeah. very minor Sonny's peril. Sonny's dead. Gets... Like, she doesn't, she doesn't know to put her head down. <laughs> she's been she's stuck. Like, Hellboy. Wait, do I mean Hellboy? What do I mean? She's what? 
I said she got spiked like Hellboy, but I don't think I mean Hellboy. Deadpool? No, you know the Guillermo del Toro character who's got like pin... Is it Pinhead? Pins? Got pins all in his head. I don't think he's a Guillermo del Toro character, but Pinhead from... Um, not Spec Savers. What? What are they called? Necrom... No, there's... Pinhead is one of a group of ghosty bitches who are in a box. I can't remember what the box is called. Pinred, pin, Pinred, Pinred. Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Not Specsavers. Is it? Hang on. Gaila de Toro, I was unsure, I found out now, is partly behind this new witches. Oh yeah, I saw that. Disappointing, isn't it? I still need to watch it. Oh, I haven't seen also, it, but... I don't oh want wait, to. Hellraiser. I'm thinking of Hellboy. Hellboy. Yeah. He's got. Well, I used to find Hellboy so fucking attractive. <laughs> sure. I mean, Surprise is yeah. an interestingly coloured large man. Uh, <laughs> You're attracted to trauma. this murderer we're talking about now, so. Yeah. Nothing Are you, not? you say surprising. You know, I am a bit. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> Even though Jim Carrey himself is a bit. Ooh. I thought he was alright. I just thought he was quite sad because his girlfriend died. Yeah, I I think it came out later that he wasn't great to her. Oh. Yeah. I maybe I'm getting com- com- confused with Rick Moranis, who does seem like a lovely man. Who's that? Rick Moranis is in a little shop of horrors. He's in Honey, I Shrink the Kids. He's okay. the one with glasses. Ghostbusters. He's in. And then his wife died, so he just, okay. he took a step away from doing films in, like, the late 90s or whatever to take care of his kids. Aww. But I think he might be coming back for Ghostbusters 3? Oh. Or whatever it is called. Cool. And then Liam Neeson's wife died and he became a racist. So, yeah. Grief Big affects racist. people in different ways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Oh, Liam Neeson. Anyway. <laughs> what a strange man. Anyway, um, they sail to the cave. Yes. The Curdled Cave. And they find Feral Streep. Feral Streep just screaming. <laughs> just lying down and screaming. <laughs> Which is a, a huge a mood. mood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we forgot to say, uh, Violet does something with an anchor and they, they, she pulls something out of her ass to get them safely out the house. It's much of a muchness, to be fair. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> it's ex- an extended long period of mild peril that doesn't need to be that long. Yeah. Um, Josephine's like, we're living in the cave, yeah? And they're like, no. No. And then they realise there's a for sale sign. And she's scared of realtors. And I was looking at Wikipedia. I know, shock, shock horror, me actually looking about this film. Um... <laughs> But one of the the realtor in the weird flashback bit, like the mm-hmm. cutaway scene, who's yeah. like, hiya! Jane Lynch. <gasps> I thought she looked familiar. Amazing. Uh, she, looked, she looked blonde and lesbian-y. And I was like, I, I could have put two and two together and got <laughs> Jane Lynch. And apparently, Helena Bonham Carter plays the Baudelaire's mum in an uncredited... What? I know! Well, I mean, clearly this director was hanging around with, like, Tim Burstyn type people. So probably they, they know Helena other. was just there and they were like, you wanna, you wanna speak? And she was like, yes. <laughs> you know, she and is dating a lecturer at the university I go to. He's like 32, isn't he? Yeah, we've ta- have we talked about this before? 
No, I read, I read it. I read an interview with her this morning, actually. Hmm. Yeah. In the Guardian, she sounds like a hoot and a holler. Another fun connection as well mm-hmm. is that um, the guy who Bo Welch, who directed the Cat in the Hat, best film ever made, um, and did a lot of the design for the TV series of a series of unfortunate events. Mm-hmm. Do you know who he's married to? No, but I know the name, so I'm. I feel like I might. Who? Who? Catherine O'Hara. Yes! Because I've just been watching the behind the scenes Shit's Creek thing. Yes! Mm. Oh. Yeah. And he came on board for that because she was like, I'm not doing it unless my husband's here. Fair enough, I guess. Shit's Creek? Yeah. Uh. He's, he's involved in Shit's Creek. Oh, cool! Yeah, I don't know how much. He's definitely involved in something. Oh. Well, I know that Dan Levy designs all the costumes, doesn't he? Uh, he, he has a hand them. in the costumes. He yeah. doesn't, because then they're like, they source actual designer yeah. garments like Alexander McQueen Garments. Comme des garçons probably not Comme des garçons anyway <laughs> anyway uh, <laughs> uh, they convince Aunt Josephine to come back yes um, but alas and alack the leeches fucking turn up because Aunt Josephine just just greedy cheeky chops snaffled a sandwich <laughs> I mean she's, she's had a banana but um... oh no, there's literally a banana peel. Fair enough. <laughs> but I like snaffled a sandwich. <laughs> I might snaffle a sandwich right now. Snaffled, snaffled a sandwich. A sandwich. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it sounds like someone on Sesame Street or something. Yeah. Snaffle yeah. a sandwich. Snaffle a sandwich. Um, and then a boat comes to help them, but who the fuck should it fucking be? Count Olaf. Oh my god. Quel surprise. And he takes the children onto his boat and mm. he's holding Aunt Josephine and she corrects his grammar and he's like, Die, Absolutely bitch. fucking not. And he yeets it to the leeches. A perfectly reasonable response. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> oh god. And then Mr. Poe arrives on another fucking boat. Yeah. And he's like, oh, Count Olaf, you're in on a lake with children. That means you care about the children. I was like, the leaps that have been made. <laughs> Are you S Club 7? Because that's a reach. Ah! Very nice. I've definitely made that joke before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they talk about the legal fortune that only people who are blood relatives or married couples can get the Baudelaire fortune thing. Yeah. So Count Olaf's like, I have an idea for a play. Yeah, and here's some straight nonsense because there's so many people involved in this play, watching this play, legal people are coming to this play and he went, I'm going to marry my daughter but it's totally chill and it's just a play and no one went, well it's not really the point it's just a bit weird that you're marrying your daughter in a play Have you you read The Magic Toy Shop? No Not The Tweenies? That's creepy, because he's like a puppeteer man, and he chases his niece with a, a goose, or a swan, <laughs> a Zeus swan, a puppet swan, who's okay. Zeus. And you know Zeus <gasps> oh, from no. the myths. Oh, no. He's very horny all yeah, the time. Yeah, the laser and the swan. There's a swan bit, yeah. Yeah. So they reenact that with the what? uncle what? and the, the niece. It's Angela Carter, it's messed up. Oh, uh, fair enough. I thought it, it sounded like a... um. 
Like a children's show or something? The Magic Toy Shop, yeah. It's the, yeah. It's the tweenies. The, um, <laughs> Max disguised oh, himself as a no. swan. <laughs> yourself at the toy shop anyway uh, don't do that <laughs> you'll have nightmares I, um weird another weird cameo i mean this is the only cameo that i picked up on mm-hmm. in the role of a critic possible bad man dustin hoffman oh really yeah i think it dustin hoffman tricked him i think well, why is he a bad man I mean, I can believe it. He's a middle-aged actor. I, <laughs> I mean, I think he's a bit Me too Right. I think he was embroiled in all of that. Oh. But still, okay. Hook's a great film. Yeah. And I'd even vouch for Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium. Isn't that Jason Isaacs in Hook? That is the Peter Pan live-action. Uh, with the boy Isaacs that was in love with. Jason is a wonderful man. Jason Isaacs... He seems like he went to the Ray Fine school of destroying your girlfriend's anus. Yeah, he uh, he was at uni with my mum, and apparently he did literally anything but study. Was he banging a lot? He seems well, like he, he banged a lot. He was in the drama society, so probably not actually. Well, yeah, I was <laughs> in the drama society. I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, no, you're you're absolutely right. <laughs> well, society's all a bit incestuous there's no one fucking each other well there was someone in our drama society who i'm not going to specify the name of name them <laughs> i'll tell you well you, you won't know them because they graduated before you started i think um he um he, everything in the student theater mm-hmm. in our uni um you could preface it with this guy's name sex so it's like this guy's sex chair Oh. This guy's sex shelving unit. Oh. This guy's sex coat. And sometimes, like, a new person would come in and put on the sex coat and walk around and be like, He had sex on that coat! Wow. Yeah, I did hear that your little, I'm going to say green room, the backstage bit, was just yeah. covered in spunk. Metaphorically. But... If you got if you got a bloody UV light on it, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. Isn't there a sofa in there? His name's Sex Sofa. Ah. His name's Sex Chaise Lounge. Is he now an actor or something? I don't know what he's doing now. Because obviously you shouldn't name it anyway, but you're being quite secretive, so I'm intrigued. No, he's not. Oh, I don't know. Every- We're all actors, aren't we, in a sense? <laughs> Who amongst us? <laughs> We're all acting in everyday life, really. We're all born naked and the rest is acting. Yeah. Oh, you're Put I some clothes on. Like, oh, I'm worried about doing this presentation. And someone else is like, oh, it's just acting. Like, that's easy to do well. <laughs> just act. No, that's another skill I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> just f- fucking pretend. Yeah, in fairness, I'm, yeah. Just speak. We don't need it to just be good. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, Catherine O'Hara has been tricked into doing it. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, she's. It was at this point where I was like, they've wasted Catherine in this film. Yeah. She's doing a bit with what she has. What she has isn't a lot. The three lines she has. Yeah. I live next door. I am a judge. Do you want to get married? Yeah. Um, I also have a question. You know, in this scene, 
Jim, for some reason, is wearing a weird head thing. It looks like he's got a mask on, but under his chin. What? Is that an actor thing? What is that? I don't know what you're talking about. He's wearing, like, almost like... Uh, you know in a cartoon when someone bumps their head, there's, like, a bandage that goes all the way around their face? And yeah. does up under their chin? He's wearing, like, something like that. That's not an actor thing. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, it doesn't... Well, I've been in, like, a few plays... And I've never, I've never had so to I'm do that. I'm basically a professional. <laughs> I, until very recently, I was being paid to be acting in a thing. That's... And I will be doing that when I'm allowed to again. Well, I thought that was more like, uh, like, uh, what's it called? Hosting. No, okay, then I play three roles. There's dialogue, there's oh. songs, there's quick changes. Well, I wouldn't know, because I asked if I could get a ticket and you said it was sold out. Well, I was told it was sold out, and then it fucking wasn't. Fucking... <laughs> no, we'll get, we'll, it's fine. I'll get you in next time, when it's back. In January. No, December. Maybe December. We're, we're aiming for December. Uh, we'll see. We'll, uh, we'll give... It'll we'll be Christmas see. soon. <sighs> Although, I'm excited. I'm going to, like, go all out with presents this year, I think. Because, like, I'm, fuck. I'm excited for um, what we're going to do in Christmas. We've got a lot of... Fun Christmas things. Yeah, to we do. do. I'm very excited for that. Anyway, let's finish ready? this first. Yes. We're almost there. Um, Klaus climbs up the tower to rescue Sonny, who's been put in a cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, to make Violet not take part. Go yeah, back yeah. on the yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Violet starts signing, and Klaus very very slowly finds this lighting system that yeah. like bounces off mirrors mm-hmm. and goes through an eye in a pentagram thing. Yeah. Like the picture that he has. Mm-hmm. And it burns and he... the certificate of marriage. Yes. But he looks through it and sees that the last thing it burnt was their house. <gasps> yes. Mm-hmm. I don't like this because it makes Klaus the hero. Whereas I'm pretty sure in the book, the whole like, use your wrong hand she actually manages to do that without Count Olaf noticing and it makes um, that's like the whole bit I'm pretty sure whereas in this well, I noticed he her in this she didn't dot the I in Baudelaire uh, oh. and I was like that's how they're gonna get it and then he just set it on fire <laughs> yeah <laughs> she was like you didn't have to become an arsonist I didn't dot my I <laughs> <laughs> she's got lovely calligraphy skills to be yeah. fair to her um, so yes, it's all going off. The boldness to get Emily Browning to turn to Jim Carrey and call him a terrible actor. Wow. Uh. <laughs> She's like, you're a terrible actor. And it's like, mm, well, <laughs> babes. <laughs> People in glass houses, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, before, before the thing gets set on fire, doesn't once it's signed, Olaf's like, ha ha, ha I tricked you, you all. Yeah. And now I've got the marriage and I'm going to get the fortune. Oh shit, my certificate's on fire and you'll know my secret plot. Fuck. Yeah. Yes. And so he gets arrested. Uh-huh. And his sentence is to face every hardship he placed upon the Baudelaire's. Yeah. So they put him in a house on the edge of a cliff. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that would do a snake. Don't know. And then they Leeches. put him on a train track in a car. Yeah. But then they're like, oh wait, 
did that actually happen or was that because then they're like oh i'd like to say that's if there was justice in the world but there is no justice in the world so it didn't happen but is that referring to all that we just saw or just him being put in prison i don't know because then they say that the jury of his peers overturned a sentence which is like there's a whole system that's supposed to be in place to make sure there's no jury of peers Although the American justice system is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. So, so is the American voting system, which we shall mm. hopefully not be on the brunt end of. <sighs> hold, uh. Either way, hold on to your uteruses, folk, because... Uh... <laughs> hold on to your uteruses along with us. Oh, God. <laughs> hold on to your gay marriage. Get married quick. Oh, yeah, man. Everything's... Falling apart. Uh... Anyway, Mr. Poe takes them to their ruined house and they finally get this letter that they talked about briefly about how, like, when our parents went to Europe and they sent us a letter, we oh, were so yeah. sad because there was no letter. But then the they came back and we thought it died. And the letter from Europe arrives. Yeah. Can you and I don't know a letter to a burnt down house? That's what I thought. You, you definitely put a little note through the door, be like, we tried to deliver, but your house was not there. <laughs> but you were dead. <laughs> Please pick it up at your local depot. Monday to Saturday. Yeah. Um, and then clearly the writer was like, oh shit, we're not getting a sequel. Let's try and wrap this up as vaguely as possible. Um... And they have this whole bit about how they weren't unfortunate, they were actually fortunate because they could make themselves a sanctuary anywhere. I'm like, they've also witnessed so many deaths. (laughs) They're gonna have to at very least go through a lot of trauma therapy. But sure, they got each other, I guess. Maybe the real series of unfortunate events were the friends we made along the way. Maybe. Yeah. Klaus got oh, that's slapped. the end. Good. Violet's now married. Oh, I guess she's not, but, you know. I'm sure if your marriage certificate burns, it's still valid. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because, like, people have had their houses burned down and they've still been married. Yeah. Well, I think, I think she'd be able to file for divorce because he admitted he was only marrying her for money. Also, he's they could a murderer. Pro- probably so. get it annulled, yeah. Yeah. Also, she's like 14. This was another thing I was concerned about. She's well, 14. I know she's in 14 some states, he... that's fine. Well, he says she can't get married without a guardian's permission. Oh, wait, I'm the guardian. I give permission. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. But also, it's an absurdist gothic nonsense. So, you know. True, yeah. true. Um, I had a lovely book by Lemony Snicket called Horseradish, which was like short stories oh, and quotes and things. Yeah, I and I might that. try and dig that out because there were some fun things. Be good. I remember there's a bit where it's, it gives you a bit of advice and it's like, everyone should know three songs, two jokes and a poem in case they're ever trapped in a lift. Oh. Which is Beautiful, fair enough. I guess, yeah. Well, similarly, my mum once told me, and this is what I'm going to impart to all of you. Mm-hmm. Be the most interesting person you know. So when are you going to do that? (laughs) Because... Bye, Kate. Come back. 
Now. <laughs> I mean, to tempt you back, you absolutely are the most interesting person I know. Oh my god, stop it. Oh, oh thank god, she's back. <laughs> oh. oh, okay, then you shouldn't have. Uh. Um, but really, you should be the most important person you know, because that's the advice. Because oh. you have to spend the most time with yourself. That's true. No, I am pretty interesting, so fair enough. And when I've been in the travel lodge embarking mm-hmm. by my fucking self, not being allowed to leave, really, unless yeah. to go and do some work, that, that's been it's been a godsend. Yeah. And I make myself laugh. Make yourself some jokes. Yeah. Sing yourself a song. Yeah. Sing a song with sixpence. Yeah. Um, this film. Yes. Camp. A bit. There's, there's lots of tool. Yeah, yes, and big shoulders. Organza, yes. Yeah, a lot of fussy queers. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and but there's a lot of useless straight people. There are. Mm-hmm. Who's queer? Is anyone explicitly queer in this show? The person of indeterminate oh, yeah, gender. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the snake. Yeah. That's your lot. Yeah. I don't remember if there's anyone, like, out, like, get, like, is there, I don't know, no, I don't think so. What do you mean? Is there anyone who's like, I, like a man who's like, I have a husband, or. Oh, no. Similar. I don't think so. Justice Strauss could be queer. She could. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past her. Did it make us queer? That's the question. I, it's. Very, like, big and performative and Jim Carrey being the most is. Be the most in every room. That's another piece of exactly. advice. Well, I mean, that's advice, not but... the best advice. It's not... <laughs> if you're Jim I mean, Carrey, I'll... be the best in every room because you can do a career out of it, but probably just annoy does... everyone else. There's not much variation in a Jim Carrey performance, is there? No. Like, no. this is Ace Ventura, Pred Detective, is the Grinch, is... An SNL person. I think he auditioned for it, but he didn't get it. Probably Because on the, for the 40th best. anniversary of SNL, they did a whole audition reel of people that didn't get in. Oh, really? Who else didn't mm. get in? Do you remember? Oh. No, I can't Oh, wait, remember. didn't Donald Glover not get in? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. John Mulaney, maybe he... Right. He was it. a writer, but maybe he tried out for it. Perhaps. There's, it's, interesting. It's, it's interesting. And there's like auditions of people who did get in as well. It's just cute. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. So not the, not the queerest, but pretty camp. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. It didn't, did, didn't really make me... It made me have a big fucking poster of this film in my house. I love that. <laughs> it's rolled up in a tube, which is a metaphor for my own emotional well-being. Aww. Um, <laughs> Don't write that note, because I will put it in the bin. <laughs> <laughs> At least the recycling bin, yes? Yeah, sure. Good, you want. good. We want to be environmentally conscious. Okay. <laughs> and on that happy note... <laughs> this episode's been odd, hasn't it? <laughs> uh, that's, that's the fucking end. Um, yeah. Do subscribe. Mm-hmm. Rate, review. Um, yes, if you've got the Apple podcast app. Yes. H- hit the five stars. Please. Leave a review. Um, oh, did you see someone did uh, the Demon Headmaster thing? 
Yes, I did. Yes, yes thank you very much to that person. Yes, um, thank if you, you don't know what we're talking about, listen back to the Demon Headmaster episode. Yeah, that made me laugh. Um, that was great. <laughs> uh, remember to subscribe, follow us. I'm at Kate Butch One on both Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at Caitlin R. Powell on Instagram and then at Caitlin PWLL on Twitter. And we're at Queers Gone By on all of the above. Yes. Um, got Patreon. Stay tuned. We've got Patreon. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash queers. Q-U-W-A-R-S. A bonus content. Stay tuned for when we do Help I'm a Fish in a couple of weeks' time. I'm so excited about that. Stay tuned for next week because I personally am very excited about next week's. I can't tell it is, but I'm sure it's good. I'm going to do a mime. Uh, sorry, I can't. Uh, no, it's fine. Never mind. Okay. You've you've not seen it either, um, <laughs> which baffles me um, because I thought everyone's seen it. You're, I, this is like it's a classic one next week. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it, but it's a classic TV series. Um, okay. CITV. Hmm. That has been much requested, and everyone's gonna fucking love it. Oh, but yeah, I know what it is. Yeah, Everyone's going to have to wait till next week. Um, if you do sign up to the Patreon, you will get it a few days early. Yes. And you'll also get some like badges, postcards, bonus mm-hmm. things, like we say. Very exciting. Snacks, even. Yes. So you if you can't... things, you can submit things. And I think I might actually do a little... Uh, we'll, we'll, put a, we'll, we'll announce what we're reviewing next week on the Patreon. On the, let's do it on the Friday. Let's Ooh, do it. Okay. Okay. So you have a whole week, right? You be a whole week ahead of everyone knowing what's coming up. Oh, we it do spoil you, don't money. we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so do go to that patreon.com forward slash queers. Uh, hit subscribe just so when it comes out regularly, you'll know. Yeah. All right. And we shall see you. And we see you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> a word which here means. Arrivederci. Oui.